Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Oh, dear ones, we I'm recording this as we are rounding out a year. And this is a very exciting time for me because I love doing year-end reviews or cycle reviews or how did that launch go reviews. I just really love it. I worked for many years for NATO as a humanitarian advisor, and they would always do these things called hot wash-ups. Isn't that just a great label to call something? Hey, let's do a hot wash-up. And I give the military credit. You know, it's pretty organized in a lot of ways, maybe disorganized in other ways, but the ways that they are organized from my many years working with alongside the military is they're very good at looking back and reviewing things so they don't repeat past mistakes. And what I find actually when the military is repeating a mistake or making a mistake, it's usually because they're being forced to follow political objectives that are ignoring the past mistakes, that are saying, go forth and do this thing, no matter, even though that it failed in this way in the past, you know, we want you to do it anyway. You know, and I'm a pacifist. Please know I'm a dyed-in-the-wool pacifist where I would love that we evolve to a collective where there are no more militaries because there is no more need to defend. And until we get to that time, you know, I I enjoyed my time working with the military. I'm married to a retired colonel <laughs> who was in the U.S. Army for 26 years. And there's a lot of great things that we can learn that I learn from my time working inside these institutions and alongside of them. And one of them is really the reflect back process. So we gleam the things that went really well and we improve the things that can be improved upon. I think in part my love for doing this type of work comes from my Define Gate 7 in human design and that is, you know, the gate of the role of the self and in quantum human design, they call it the gate of collaboration. And it just means that I'm, you know, I'm here, part of my role. And if you have this defined gate, seven is really, it's a leadership gate, but it's also, you may be at times the leader and you may be at times with this gate defined as best as a chief of staff. So that person behind the leader and I am an excellent chief of staff. Like, yes, there is this piece of me that actually loves to be the chief. <laughs> and actually, if you're in low expression of this gate, you can be trying to be the leader when it's actually you're meant to be supporting the leader of a function of an organization, of an army, 
And I mentioned the word army because the I Ching of this gate seven is actually called the army. And yes, when we think of the word army, we think of military, but you could really expand this word army, army of light workers, right? That's really what I feel like I'm part of. I am a leader and I'm also a chief of staff in the army, the powerful army of light workers that is leading Mother Earth and the expansion of human consciousness as we ascend. And according to the I Ching, an army must set forth in proper order, right? If the order is not good, misfortune threatens, right? If we don't have proper order, it gets confused, it gets lost, we get diffused. But when we are in sync and alignment and in order, we are more powerful. And this gate seven is, you know, part of being both in a leadership role and a chief of staff role to help bring the order. And so that's what we're doing here with this year end review is we're bringing order to the things that worked well and didn't work well. That's ready to be improved. That's ready to be let go, go of and some very exciting ritual and ceremony that we can do at the end of the year to really close things out right and make way and space for the new fresh year to arrive. So let's go ahead and get right to it. In today's episode, I reveal why year-end reviews are so important, how to do a year-end review the soul-guided way, and I share with you a powerful end-of-the-year release ritual. I'll end on an invitation that will have you releasing the blocks and learning the lessons from the past year in a way that will set you up for massive soul-aligned success in the year ahead. So please stay with me until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hello, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this global and growing community of soul guided leaders and entrepreneurs. So what connects us in the Soul Guide Circle, do you think? I would love to know if you're a member of the Soul Guide Circle, post something in the group or send me a DM or send me an email, allison at allisonscammell.com. I used to say in the Soul Guide Circle, we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. Then I changed it to we are pursuing our soul guided dreams while lifting up humanity. And I'm wondering if I want to go back (laughs) because I really like it. We earn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. So to me, that means we want to earn revenue for building and running a soul-guided business that deeply serves our clients and the planet and enables us to grow spiritually along the way so that we can have more joy, increase our ability to create and serve others, 
and be the light workers that we're born to be. So if you have an opinion <laughs> about what Soul Guide Circle is to you, I would love to hear it because I would love to have a mission statement that really sings, that really brings us together. So here I am doing a little year-end review on the mission of the Soul Guide Circle. If you are not already a member of this amazing group of soul-guided leaders, please join us. You can find a link in the show notes or my website, alisonscammell.com. And actually, we can use the mission of the Soul Guide Circle as part of our example for how to do a year-end review. And this is just coming to me in this moment. And so I'm going to go ahead and go with it. Okay, so let's get going with why year-end reviews are so important. It may be a bit obvious, but I get trapped so often in it myself, and I see it in my clients, that we should on ourselves. We should do it this way. We should do it because others are doing it. We should do it because this is the pathway to success, to earning money, to getting more followers. And we don't stop to ask, why are we doing it? We don't stop to say, is that thing getting us results or are we doing it just to do it? And if we don't stop to reflect, it's really difficult for us to focus our efforts and our energies the right way so that our focus and effort gives us the maximum return on investment. That's what we're really looking to do in our life, in our business. We've got a finite period of time in a given week to be with our family, work on our health, grow our business. You know, if you think of the different pieces of your pie, you know, pursue your passion projects, develop your friendship circles. You have a finite amount of time each week to focus on any of those things. So of course, in your focus of the week, you want to be focused on those things that give you the biggest results, the biggest return on your time investment. Well, the only way to really know what is giving you the biggest results is to reflect back and notice what is working and what is not. That's why it's so important. And I recommend doing this little year-end process, or shall we say rather review process at the end of each month, at the end of each quarter, and at the end of each year. And or if you are someone who prefers different cycles, lunar cycles, Chinese calendar, whatever cycles that you follow, you do it at the end of a cycle. And so for me, I do a little mini review at the end of the month. I do a bigger review at the end of the quarter. And I do a quite lengthy review at the end of the year so that I'm always focusing my energy in a way that brings me the most joy, fills up my energy tank, and gets me the great amount of results, whatever results I'm wishing that focused energy will give me. So how do we do a year-end review the soul-guided way? Well, there's some questions that I recommend you ask. And to really get into the soul-guided way, we want to be very connected to our higher self, our divine support team. So to do that, you really want to be sunk in your body, 
You want to be relaxed. This is not, and I repeat, this is not a beat up session. This is a reflection back to get the feedback. And for some of us, it is in our human design that this process of looking back and reflecting is so important. Certainly, if your profile line is a three, the martyr, I mean, you are here to be in the process of trial and error and reflecting back to see what worked and didn't. Some of you might not have so much reflect back energy in your chart, so this might feel like a bit of a drag. I don't feel like doing this. I live in the now. I live in the flow. I look forward. I don't look back. And if that is you, I would say honor that and it's still going to be an important part of your process. Maybe you just don't need to spend as much time and maybe you need to find a way to make it joyful for you. So take your notebook and a pen and go out in nature. Go to a coffee shop you like. Light some music, a scented candle. Make it an experience for you. And maybe you don't need to spend as much time. But if you are someone like me who has a lot of this in your chart, if you have in your chart aspects that attract struggle, for example, I've got the 2838 defined gate of struggle, that three profile line, there are other examples in the human design chart where you will attract some sort of conflict or challenge or trial and error. This process is very, very, very important for you to be in high expression of your energy. It's a process of looking back and really getting those key and essential lessons that you want to bring forward to your work and bring forward into the world. Okay, so the soul-guided way to this process is sinking into the body, handwriting. When you handwrite, you connect to your intuition. When you're in the moment, when you're in your body, when you're connected to your heart space, you are connected to your intuition. So what I invite you to do is carve out some time. If you are someone who feels like you need more time for it, like me, carve out more time. Make this a priority. It is important for your creative process. If you are someone who's like, "Mm, just, and you can, you don't need to know all aspects of your human design type to know. You can just let your intuition guide you. Do I not need quite so much time for this? You can carve out a smaller amount of time, but be sure whoever you are to do this work because it will really serve you. So you do want to find a place that feels good. Take some time out from your everyday routine. Like give yourself a retreat, you know, treat it like a retreat where you're going somewhere different. If you're in cold climates, maybe being out in nature isn't so easy. So find a nice coffee shop that has a roaring fire, sit by the fire. Find a place where you feel good. You have a notebook and a pen. You can also bring your laptop if you want to type some notes too, for sure, but make the primary process of this review being one that is handwritten. You might find that your hand gets a little tired because we do so much typing that those handwriting muscles are not as strong for most of us as they used to be. And certainly if you're 
younger. If you're one of my younger listeners, you probably have a very weak handwriting muscle because you grew up with a computer. But handwriting is really, really important to have that free flow connection to the higher self to really bring forth the insights that you need the most. So here are the questions I recommend asking, and certainly you will also want to check with your higher self to see what other questions you need to add to your specific list. Always important to start with what went well, what went well, what just worked well, what gave me joy, what produced results, what was the smallest amount of effort that produced the biggest amount of results. That's usually where we want to focus most of our time, especially in business. You will find the more that you get into alignment to your business, your results, your biggest results will always come from the smallest amount of effort from you because that's flow and alignment. But it's not easy to always find that thing. And often because of social conditioning, we resist that thing because social conditioning tells us it has to be hard. It has to be a load of work. So we will resist the thing that's easeful. So this is the process of releasing that resistance and saying, yep, it can be easeful for me. I'm ready to find the ease and find that thing that feels good for me to do. It doesn't cost me a lot of energy and it produces a lot of results in my life and in my business. What worked well? And use as your metric, not just what earned me the most money, what put me in the highest levels of creativity? What enabled me to experience my core valued feeling states? Harmony, joy, exhilaration, connection, creativity, abundance. This is a good time to evaluate what are my core valued feeling states, okay? And then give yourself as part of this process Find a way to celebrate. Now, the celebration is not part of the year-end review, although the year-end review should have a celebratory feel to it because you're in a nice place, you're writing a nice paper with a nice pen, and everything makes you feel good. But as part of this, brainstorm some ways that you can also celebrate all of these things that went well in the past year. You deserve it. And being in the energy of celebration is telling the universe, the multiverse, yes, please, more of this, please, and go ahead and say it. Tell source, tell your higher self, tell the world, I want more of this. This felt good. This, These were bread, breadcrumbs of alignment. So please source more of this, okay? Now, the next question, question number two to explore is, what didn't work well? And not at all, no criticism, no self-criticism. It's all reflection and super important feedback. This is where we usually get our best, juiciest lessons. As we explore this, this next question is, what didn't go as well But my higher self, and this is why, this is where it's going to get really important to make sure this is led by higher self. 
but it's something my higher self is calling me to continue to do. So that means there is some improvement that is required, some tweaks, some refines. I need, I'm being called to find a different way to do it. So this is what didn't go well and I want to keep doing it. My higher self is calling me to keep doing it. And how can I do it differently so it can feel better for me and yield more results? Okay. And lastly, what didn't go well and my higher self is calling me to just stop doing? Don't need to do it anymore. Okay. So it's really like three powerful sets of questions, the what went well. And as part of that, so important, what is the thing that I put the smallest amount of effort in that got me the biggest results? And how can I double down on that in the year ahead? That's what your higher self will be calling you to double down on, those things that were easeful and yielded big results. Second set of questions, what didn't work well but that need to be improved or there's tweaks and refines that are necessary? And lastly, what simply no longer serves me and my higher self is calling me to stop doing? So let me plug in the soul guide circle into these questions and see what happens. I'm not gonna write as I speak here, but I'm just going to channel. So in the soul guide circle, what worked well? I should, before I go into this, I feel like I want to spend more time in the soul guide circle. So I have this feeling like in my year end review, I didn't spend as much time in the group as I would have liked. So that's sort of my going in feelings. So let's see what higher self has to say. Okay, what went well that is ready to be sustained to keep doing? So I'm getting writing articles with photos of me. Got it. Perfect. What didn't go as well, but it wants to continue happening? I already know the answer to this. Facebook Lives. I've been really stuck with, I want to have one time in the week that's my dedicated time for Facebook Lives in the Soul Guide Circle. It's like your your favorite television program. It comes on every Tuesday at 10 a.m., And I've been wanting to do that, and I just haven't been able to. So why haven't I been able to? I'm making it too complicated. I need to find the time that works best for me. Because I think I was always trying to think about the time that works best for you, you the listener. But during those times that work best for you, I have all my other classes and clients Therefore, there was never space on the calendar for the Facebook Lives. So I need to find the time that works best for me so that it can actually happen. And either you can be there live and that's great. And if not, you got the replay. The replay will be there for as long as you need it to be. So there's nothing, you know, no worries there. Okay, so that is great. That feels good. Okay, here's another thing. Do the insights feel good? Then that means, yes, incorporate this. So what I want to improve on is I'm going to find a dedicated time of the week, every week, for a Facebook Live in the Soul Guide Circle, a time that works well for my schedule so that I can be consistent with it, 
And what I really want to do is just have the energy, the latest from source, the latest energy news. So I think I want to have it like on a Monday. So you guys have something like to start your week with the latest insights from source, the latest energy news. And it would be a very lovely way to start your week so you can connect to this energy and align to it. Okay, that feels really good. And what simply no longer serves me with the soul guide circle that I'm ready to stop doing? Oh, so I'm getting the message like too much promotional stuff. I already kind of did that. So I have my business page where I do a lot of promoting and I kind of feel like that's the role of a business page. It's to promote a business. But the Soul Guide Circle, I can do less promoting and more connecting. So I already started, stopped doing so much promoting in the closed Facebook group and I'm gonna continue to stop doing so much. So still doing a little bit, getting a yes to that but also just stopping some of the promotion I was doing and making the Soul Guide Circle, the primary purpose of it is one of connection and not promotion. And that was always my intention behind it. I can feel some energy leaks around that for me. So clearing up those energy leaks and stop making Soul Guide Circle as a primary role, promotion, although it can still be part of it, I'm getting, It's just not the primary thing. The primary thing is connection. So it's a way for us to connect to each other and a way for you to connect to me. Yay. Okay. So now we're going to go to a powerful end of the year release ritual. And you can do this on New Year's Eve. Like you can add this to a ritual you already do. You can do it as part of your year end review process The important thing is to make it super easeful for you. Sometimes I think we get big ideas and we're going to do this big ritual and we're going to be on the beach and we're going to dance and we're going to put moon rocks around us. But then we get busy and and life takes over and then we just don't get to it at all. At least that's how I can get stuck sometimes. So the important thing is to find the thing that feels both joyful and easeful. And the end of the year release ritual is really about our pain, honoring our pain, healing anything that's ready to be healed before we start the new cycle, the new calendar year, and getting the lessons that make us stronger. Our pain serves us in so many ways, and because it's painful, we tend to avoid it, naturally so. But when we stop avoiding it and embrace it, this is where our healing is found and our biggest gifts, our biggest lessons, our biggest activations. So as part of your release ritual, I invite you to sink in the body, make your space how you want to make it, be where you want to be if it's out in nature, if you have candles lit, if you have your stones, your oracle cards, the things that make you feel good. And just ask yourself, what were my biggest pain points of the year? You don't need to list them all. Maybe your top three to four. I wouldn't really go more than four because you want to really get those big ones. What were the most painful moments of the year or situations or times? Okay. And then you want to just check in with what healing is ready to happen in this moment? What are the things that I'm still carrying 
from that pain that I haven't yet released that is ready to be released before I enter into a new year. So to do that, you just identify the painful thoughts that are present. Maybe you want to write those painful thoughts down, just in a free flow of consciousness. And then I invite you to imagine all of those painful thoughts are 100% true. And then start to identify the feelings that are triggered when the thoughts feel true. They are usually painful emotions. And I invite you to just call those painful emotions up. This is the healing process. Being in the painful emotions, experiencing them, feeling them, feeling the physical sensations for about 90 seconds or so. It might take a little longer. It might take a little less long. And then once you feel the emotional wave starting to come down, then you return to deep breath, big inhales, big exhales. And at this point, then you want to connect to higher self and connect to source. And in the post-release, you ask source and higher self, what were the lessons from those pains that are here to make me stronger? Ask for the divine insights that were meant to arrive to you out of those challenges. Just see what you feel coming through. Perceive what you receive. Again, it's a good idea to have your notebook handy so you can start writing the lessons down. When you're not sure, go with your best guess. So like if I do this, I can do this quickly for the Soul Guide Circle. I think I feel sad that I didn't show up more and have it more in the feeling of connection, which is really my number one priority at all times in my business is to be in one of first connection to you and service to you before anything else. If, if there's one thing I want you to feel from me is Allison, if, if you're really connected to me and you're part of my soul audience and you feel that, then I want you to feel that first and foremost, Allison has the energy of connection and service to me above all else. And I think I feel sad to think that I might, it might be anything other than that. That makes me very, very sad. So I just want to sit in the energy of that sadness, bring that sadness up. And maybe you feel something that you're ready to release in this moment. Maybe we can do it together. Just call up the resistance. In my case, I'm going to call up the sadness. I'm just going to sit in the sadness for a few minutes until you feel the emotional wave passing through you, starting to release, starting to feel less intense. And then you want to return to your deep breaths, long inhales, long exhales of release. Coming back into the body, connecting to the higher self, and then asking in my case, asking my higher self, what was the lesson I was meant to learn from that? <laughs> and I'm getting the message, you already got it. The lesson is, first and foremost, I am always here for connection and service to the people I feel called to serve, which is you, my dear ones. <gasps> okay. And then as part of your 
end of the year release ritual, you know, I would recommend actually when you're in the healing and you write down the painful thoughts that you have over your biggest pain points from the last year, I would write that on a standalone piece of paper, scratch paper. And then after you do the healing, I would light that on fire, burn it or rip it up or cut it up in some sort of release symbolism. I'm releasing this, these thoughts that no longer serve me to make space for the things that are in my highest and greatest good. And you can light a candle and just set some intentions for the year ahead. And I would set these intentions in a way that are just about joy. You can make them very specific. You know, I want to earn this amount of money. Like, yes, I believe in setting those types of intentions as well. But as part of this ceremony, just go in the high vibrations, the joyful emotions, call up your core valued feeling states, joy, peace, connection, love, abundance. I intend to be happy. I intend to be healthy. I intend to connect with my loved ones. I intend to be the best mother, friend, partner, coach, healer I can be. Just allow the intentions to flow through you from source and higher self and just to intend them into the year ahead. And so it shall be. You will not be surprised to hear the invitation of the week, which is to carve out some time to do a year and review the soul-guided way. Find a place that makes you feel joy. Find a notebook, a pen that makes you feel joyful. Bring any sort of things you might need, incense, candles, oracle cards, stones, crystals, whatever you need to make it a high vibrational experience for you and go through this process that I've just shared with you and certainly add anything else that your higher self is calling you to add. And do let me know if you have any ideas on the mission of the Soul Guide Circle I'm thinking of taking it back to in the Soul Guide Circle. We are here to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. I will be posting a poll in the Soul Guide Circle so you can vote and also offer your own ideas. But certainly, I would love to hear you via DM or email or just a comment in the Soul Guide Circle. I would love to get your feedback. And speaking of feedback, if you've received anything in the past year from the Soul Guide Circle and you haven't had a chance yet to leave a rating and review, I would be so grateful. That would be the greatest holiday gift you could give me. You can find the link in the show notes. Let me know with some sort of specifics. What did you specifically receive from the Soul Guide Circle? I find those to be really juicy reviews, and I will read that juicy review on the air. And as always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to deepen your connection to your intuitive gifts? Then it's time for 10 High Vibe Minutes. 
the ultimate daily mindfulness practice for soul-guided leaders and entrepreneurs. In only 10 minutes per day, you'll keep your energy high vibe and aligned to your highest dreams while transforming your daily practice into a powerful tool to manifest big wealth and abundance. Get free access now on my website, alisonscammell.com or in the show notes.